Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 14th episode of the Pure Joy Podcast. I'm your host, M, and this is a bi-weekly exploration into what brings people joy. Uh, it's the same thing, right? We we are here every every episode to explore new guests' joy and, and, and figure out why that brings them joy and sort of dive into that a little bit and hope to find a little bit of joy in our own lives through that, right? And this episode is no different. Today, I have on a guest I've been looking forward to quite a long time. One of probably, I think I've said this a, a few times, but it's definitely my longest standing friend of my life. I think it's the, like the longest connection I've had in, in my life outside of my family, I think. And it is just it's he's an important friend to me. So we're going to switch over there and introduce my friend Luke Davis. Let me do that here. I think. Hi, Luke. How's it going? I am great. How are you doing? Doing awesome today. It's great to great to have you on. Why don't you introduce yourself a little bit uh, to 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 us here at the on the podcast? Yeah, no, I'm super excited to be here. That's uh, I definitely, yeah, have been looking forward to to the opportunity to be on here for a bit. But yeah, no. So my my name is Luke. I am, uh, I guess, uh, a barber shopper is what what the term would be. Um, but I mean, I, of course, there's a lot more to it than that. But yeah, no. So I guess I kind of the the thing that I've done for the I guess over half of my life at this point, which is super wild to think of mm -hmm. uh, but mm -hmm. uh i i do barbershop quartet music so uh like singing in um four-part harmony that's kind of what i do but but outside of that uh yeah i guess i'm i'm 27 years old at this point uh living in nashville tennessee uh just a little bit southeast of there um i work at the barbershop harmony society which is like the headquarters of barbershop in the world so that's uh pretty cool moved your way um, out from singing in barbershop to working at the headquarters of barbershop it's pretty wild <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah no it, is, it has been a, a wild journey uh so yeah I, I live live out here with uh, my fiance crystal uh and we've got uh, a nice little pup that's name is willow uh, she's super cute. And then uh, we've got a cat, Oswald. He's OK. But... He's OK. <laughs> Comparatively. No, he's great. He's great. Yeah. No, that's that's kind of me. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I moved out here from from O'Fallon, Missouri. So, yeah. So you've lived uh, all up and down sort of the, the middle of the country. Yeah. 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 We've we've moved a couple times now. Yeah. 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 Well, we like to uh, start each of these episodes off with something that has brought you joy today. You know, maybe you didn't notice it then, but like looking back on it now, where's some where's somewhere today where you found uh, a little bit of joy? Well, I'll tell you, uh, I am working on uh, a song for a project that I'll, I'll be doing real soon here. Uh, so there's there's two songs that I'm working on, and uh, yeah, I'm just. I'm trying to get them memorized and mm. like, you know, like notes and pitches, like perfect, you know, in order to be good, I guess, at it. Yeah. Uh, and so I think uh, today I definitely hit some some points where like I was able to get through like two lines without looking at the music, you know, and I was like, OK, I can do this. I can actually learn there. music, you know. Yeah. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I think, you know, you you go 
back and forth on the spectrum of like, I am having a really hard time. Is this really what I'm here for? You know? And then there's like, yeah, I learned a couple notes, you know? Yeah. So I, I had one of those moments, I would say. Like a progression, uh, like seeing the progression moment. Yes. Kind of yeah. str struggling well, with a barrier and then overcoming it. Right. So, yeah, no, I, I think I had a couple moments like that when I was working earlier that um, just, yeah, remind it, me why I do this. Yeah, you know? yeah, it felt really good. Yeah. I There's a lot, I feel like, to be joyful with uh, this time around. I mean, I, like a really, uh, you know, like a, a really quick one is that I, my mom came over to drop off some stuff to like prepare for Thanksgiving because she's swing she's coming by for Thanksgiving and we went out and had uh, like lunch and it was just really nice. We don't often get the, the chance to go out just like me and her and do stuff because there's, you know, there's friends around. There's the partner is there. It's just right. we're with family. It's just it's it's been a long time since it's just been me and her. And that was that was very nice. It was very just like a, a good time. We had some some tacos and, and had a really good time. Um, but I think where I've spent my most focus this week is on Pokemon Scarlet. That's definitely my biggest joy of the week. Ooh. It's absolutely incredible. A, a a game changer in the Pokemon industry. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I played Pokemon <sighs> Legends Arceus. Uh, and so I love that they kind of took that and and kind of adapted it into the more normal format. I still I think I like the Legends Arceus format more myself yeah really uh, i but all the things i felt like were missing kind of from arceus scarlet has in some form or fashion it's not perfect but i love it i think that it's a good stepping stone for hopefully what is to come in the series like it brought a kind of staling series to both arceus and scarlet i think have re revitalized pokemon as a series and i'm very excited to keep going um yeah yeah no that's huge i haven't gotten to play it yet but uh, I had to look at the starters because I was like, you know, it was like, what are they going to evolve into? You know, like I had to finally like, OK, what did they evolve into? I'm Which pumped. is interesting. It's I'm interesting. Pumped. Sort of like a, a masquerade sort of feel. This generation, uh, it's all like Spanish based and they finally hit Pokemon 1000 in this generation. Good Lord. Good yeah. Lord. <laughs> yeah. It's a very. I was there for the original. <laughs> I was there for number one. <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh yeah anyway that's where i've found a lot of joy this week like anytime i'm not working or doing stuff for work i'm just like playing scarlet it's absolutely incredible i love it so much But that aside, uh, our little joy of the day, what in life brings you pure joy? Yeah, yeah. No, so um, yeah, I had to think on this a little bit because um, I think, yeah, of course, like, uh, you know, eight to five every single day I do barbershop work. And yeah. um, every, you know, two weekends or so I'm out of town, you know, um, doing barbershop work or, or something, you know? And so like, I, I feel like that, that is such like a big part of my life, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I guess just saying like barbershop brings me joy, you know, feels, uh, I guess almost like very wide. Like there, there's so much, I guess, to, to barbershop that it's like, what, what part of that makes me do barbershop? Yeah. Um, 
because yeah, I mean, it's a culture, it's a, it's the people, it's the music. Um, yeah, it, it's a very wide thing, but I think there is just this feeling when, uh, when you're singing with like three other people and you tune a chord just right, you know, that like that, that moment is wild, you know, it is just like unreal. Like, cause there's, I mean, there's like, you know, your body is vibrating at a certain frequency and it's like mm -hmm. lining up with, um, and again, not to get like on a metaphysical level, like, I mean, very seriously, like, I mean, you, know, you your, are your in, vibrating in the action of, of, of singing, even in just like this group of four or solo, you are creating a frequency. Even if we exactly. leave like where our bodies are in that sort of metaphysical sense, because, you know, we all have this vibration going on and we're our, we are sure. tuned to a frequency. And so there are, Absolutely. you know, even harmonizing on, I think, at certain notes are more resonant with that frequency than even other notes. So like you'll feel it more deeply in your bones or it'll like. You, you know, you feel it more deep down. Yeah. Well, and I think part of it, though, is uh, that when you are singing, you're like picking a certain frequency and you are singing it at a, a volume that does cause you like to physically shake, you mm -hmm. know. And so, you know, if you're standing next to someone who is singing, you're experiencing that that shake, you know. Uh, and so when four people are doing it at specific frequencies, like scientifically, you know, because mm -hmm. uh, because music is very much a science, you know, when you do it at just these right frequencies, I mean, it causes all of these extra frequencies above uh, that we call overtones, you know, but being a part of those like it, it is a, a moment that um, like it's I mean, it's it's hard to explain uh what, what that's like you know but i mean it's like i guess being you know at a live show and someone does that sort of a thing it's you feel it a little bit but like actually participating in it is i think like i experienced that at a younger age uh and then have just been chasing that you know yeah uh like do it again please let's do it let's do it you know and so it's like any opportunity that i can find to to sing with people especially you know people that know how to do it right, you know, to do it at a high level. I think that, you know, that that whole culture, of course, brings joy with it, you know, but I think just that, you know, that that feeling is, I think, ultimately what what brings all of us in that culture together. Interesting, interesting. I think I mean, overall, for a scope of 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 like an episode, I think we can dive dive into all of these things. I like the sure. overall like sort of focal point though like i like that you've broken this down it seems like you've put a good amount of thought into it um that it is more than about just singing like you found the piece sure. in that that you're after and that is uh very refreshing like that's that's fantastic you've you've done a lot of that that like work you know why you're doing it so like in those moments where maybe things are getting harder or you're bogged down in because you know you do work in the headquarters there's paperwork involved rather than just singing all the time and so oh yeah i think in those moments maybe when you're bogged down it's easier to to keep going because you have like a you know a deep reason why you're doing this and it's it's i think minute when it comes to like the overall like lifestyle of living in, in in this and doing it right you don't always get the opportunity to create harmony you don't always get the moment to feel that resonance 
right? I think it's easy to keep going and easy to keep coming back to it because you know that feeling. And by now you've experienced it a countless number of times. So you like know that feeling. <laughs> I like vaguely remember yeah. that feeling. And there's been times like over the years where we've sang together or I've joined in at like some of your barbershop group um, rehearsals and and things like that where I was able to feel it and like remind myself of it or I even think that yeah. there's like certain moments when singing in a car where you're like trying, you're like doing harmonies and stuff. I think the car yes. is a great place for it because the the like the way it bounces and stays in there with you helps like increase that. So you can like hit those harmonies Dude. right there in a car. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. One of, I mean, yeah, I guess one of the things that kind of tides me over until, you know, until I'm able to sing with real people is, uh, yeah, like, you know, you you have the, the way that you learn music is through these learning tracks, right? Where it's, uh, you know, every part of a quartet's recorded individually. Uh, and then like your part will be on one side and the other three are on, you know, uh, on the other side. That way you can hear the part that you're learning. Uh, and then eventually you remove your part uh, and then you're singing with the other three parts, which is super fun you know what <laughs> once you learn this like it's it's just so cool because they're perfect you know you just have to get to their level you know uh, mm -hmm. so it's kind of a challenge but what what i have found uh in the last year i would say uh that that is really like for me helped me like improve and just really enjoy it is um so i i typically sing lead or tenor in a quartet you know so so the the upper two parts mm -hmm. uh but soloing out the bass part on its own and just singing against it you know and trying to lock like every single chord perfectly like when you're in the car just driving down the highway you know just just slamming chords you know like it uh yeah no the car is the place to do it do you 100%. think the bass is the sort of like center for creating that resonance in those things if you're if you're just kind of defaulting to basically solo bass it feels like you're trying to strip it down to the most minimal parts to create that what's what's going on with the process and yeah. stripping it down to just bass so i think um yeah it's like a sound pyramid right uh like the the loudest part you know is the bass leader baritone whoever's there you know like it, it builds up to the kind of the tenor on top you know the bass is also of course like the root of all of the chords you know so they, they kind of define what the chord is okay um the lead is more like the melody you know and so i think part of it is that the bass is so loud it's supposed to be loud uh and i think when you imagine tuning of a chord like it's basically like you're stacking on top of that you know, mm, and okay. so having that foundation, you know, to, to stack on top of, because ultimately, uh, if anyone else is out of tune with the bass, they're probably wrong, you know? <laughs> okay. So, so like, you know, when I'm singing a quartet, the part that I'm listening for is the bass. And so is every other part, because yeah, if you're trying to tune with one person, the bass is the right one to tune with. Okay. You know? Okay. It, it's really interesting to, um, you know, because each like note within a chord has like a different flavor, uh, I guess is a way to think of it. You know, like, yeah. like if you think of an octave, it's like just like a perfect lock. But if you think of like um, a ninth, you know, or 
uh, seventh or something. Uh, like they they feel like the vibration wise, they they feel differently. You know, mm, like it, it okay. is a a different color, I guess. Uh, and so when you're when you're just going with the bass, you can really identify those colors a lot better. Like you know. And like, I, I don't know looking at it to know what note I'm on. But if I hear it with the bass, I'm like, oh, OK, this is so what it's I'm supposed to feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. OK, that yeah. makes sense. That makes sense. So you've done a little bit of. I don't know, that, that sounds that's very intriguing. Are you able do you think that you're able to like find the differences between those? Like whenever you feel that resonance, you're like, that is the ninth. That is a seventh. Or is it like, um, I know that I'm supposed to be pushing for a ninth here, and this is how I'll do it? Uh, what, what do you mean? Like, do you mean like... Um, you said that it, it helps you um, to know, and they, they, they feel different, right? Like uh, the resonance of, a, of, a, of doing a seventh feels different than the resonance of doing a ninth. Yep. Do you know go into this note knowing it's supposed to be a ninth and where you're supposed to be, or do you, you know, as you're singing through, you feel that and you're like, all right, now this is this is where this is a ninth. I found that here, and so when I get to this note, I have to be at that point. So maybe it's maybe no, that, it's a little of both. Really actually, no, that that makes sense. That makes sense. That's that's a really good question. I think so. Part of it is, um, you know, you you learn your part, right? Yeah. So I know mine's like uh, bah, 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 something like that, you know. So like you, you learn the words, you learn the notes, and then you really start applying it. Now some people are much smarter than I am, you know, <laughs> and and can look at the at the notes on on sheet music and and quickly say I am the fifth, I am you know okay the, an octave. They they can quickly do that. I cannot, <laughs> you know. Okay. I, I think I'm getting better at that, you know, but. Um, I learn my part and then eventually I'm singing with the bass. I know, I know kind of how it should fit, you know? Um, and then I can say, you know, like, okay, so I, I am the ninth of that chord and that, and that matters because especially, uh, and again, this is like high level barbershop, but you have to know what part of the chord you are because, uh, depending on how important you are in that chord, you have to change your volume levels, you know? So like if you're the root of the chord, you're loud. If you're locking a fifth with that, you're also, I, actually, I, I don't know well enough, but I think normal to sound, I guess. Uh, but then, yeah, if you're doing like a, a nine or you're the third or something, you know, like you're you're quieter, you know? Um, so- More like, like low end heavy. level quartets. Right. Yeah, lo exactly. But like for for the groups that really are top level singers, they know that for every single chord of the song that they're singing, you know, um, whether to be loud, whether to be soft, what number of the of the chord. It is very much, I would say, like nerd Olympics for singing, you know, like like because it is such like a, a mental game as well as singing yeah you know? yeah it's wild i'm very interested in this like this idea of like chasing harmony and chasing resonance that it seems like your path is kind of evolving from um a step back from maybe the barbershop aspect of that do you think that there's other places in your life where 
you find aspects of like this harmony or this resonance, you know, it, it, it probably won't be the same feeling as like the bone vibrations that you get from the perfect chord. Sure. Right. Sure. But, you know, are there are there places where you, you know, you find harmony existing or maybe this helping like create that harmony in your life? Yeah, no, it's hard because I, I feel like so much um, like, I guess, distinguishing what what is and isn't, you know, barbershop uh, is, I guess, hard because I feel like even sometimes singing three parts still feels like, you know, barbershop. And that's why I feel like, yeah, ultimately that harmony is exactly why uh, why I was able to kind of slim it down to that. Because, yeah, if it's three part and we're singing good chords, I don't care whether you'd call that barbershop. That's sure. what I love doing. That's, you know. That's yeah. what, what brings me joy. Some some other places would be like, you know, my brother and sister and I doing three-part harmony stuff. Singing where with all the family. my family is in, in St. Paul, you mm -hmm. know, or I can also, because I have, you know, been able to experience that, I can get joy from seeing other people do it, you know, in in live performances, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, and I think that comes as a, as a blessing and a curse, you know, because you can also hear more when when it's not you know but um but it's also just great because i think that that it's not important that things are perfect you know and that uh i am sure especially in in say a, a duet that there are moments in that song where mm -hmm. they do lock things just right you know and so that's i think it's a chase you know because it's Sure, if I'm singing a quartet that sings every chord right, you know, then that whole song was great. But if we didn't, there are parts of that, you know, where it's it's just so good, you mm -hmm. know, where, where it's just so enjoyable. Otherwise, I mean, so, so much of everything revolves around barbershop in my life. So it's it's really hard to find. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Other than that, that. um that I, I have that same sort of experience, I guess. Yeah, I mean, um, you're experiencing it often, often. So it's it's like it doesn't necessarily need to exist outside of like being in uh, a singing moment or a, a you know a harmonizing moment because you actually are doing that quite often. True, but well, and I guess like I, I guess also worth saying that I, I sing in a chorus, you know, where while it's not a quartet, you know, it's still that. I mean, at that point, it's even louder and there's even more people, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, it's very just filling, I guess. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, so like like it's it's still the same chords. It's still the same uh, feeling that you get, but you just get to share it with more people. Do you think any of this has led to like balance in your life anywhere outside of singing? Outside of, I don't know, barbershop entirely like um like in your home life I, in your in your relationships with like people that you have uh you know it does, not even necessarily like your you know you you've mentioned your your fiance crystal but not even necessarily like with your your love life just like you know your relationships with people do you think that i don't know the the developing of this skill and the this ear or the looking for this this thought uh or feeling has led to I don't know. I don't know any any other forms of balance or uh, you know improvements in in other aspects of your life. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, um, I think 
um, I guess balance, maybe not, it <laughs> wouldn't be the best word. I would say that my, my, uh, life is very, <laughs> um, work, you know, like, because like, you know, all, all of the friends that I have made since I moved to Nashville have been through barbershop, you know, mm. they're, they're not all here in, in Nashville, but I mean, literally the people that aren't, yeah. Like friends, friends that I've kept up with or, my family uh, back in in St. Louis. Otherwise, everyone that I talk to is is a barber shopper. Uh, every um, like all of my Facebook friends are barber shoppers. You know, like it it is a it is a whole different culture mm-hmm. um, that that we all share. Uh, but I mean, from it, I have made friends all over the world at this point. Like it is. It is wild. It is wild. Yeah, I've I've got friends in New Zealand and in Denmark and Sweden and um, and the UK and uh, met someone from Germany that that we've been keeping up. Uh, yeah, I just I just had someone come in town from Holland, and so we we brought some people from the chorus and and got drinks. But yeah, like I gave them a tour at work and yeah. um, like like it is. It is wild the amount of people, uh, and they're all such good people too, you know? Yeah. Um, like that that has definitely been a very positive part of my life. Yeah, yeah I, no, I mean, that's, I think... I think that's a, I mean, that, that's a fantastic thing to to bring out of it. Like your focus on this and your, your dive into this has created, uh, I mean, created many personal relationships, it seems. It you know, it also seems like you could maybe categorize it as a small bubble from the outside. But like when you're looking at it and we're talking about it, it isn't like I don't know. I know that you and I have even talked about it in the past and you've you've kind of considered it that yourself. You're like, it's kind of a small bubble. Sure. But like, yeah, it is from the outside point of view when you're like, oh, barbershop, because I couldn't I couldn't necessarily point to another person in my life, you know, here in Chicago that I'm like, they uh, do this. But you're, I mean, as you've just mentioned, it's the, the bubble is worldwide at this point. You have, you know, that that those we're connections extend across Japan the, right now. OK, uh, Japan, we're, we're working on there's there's like two or three quartets there. Yeah. New Zealand, it took off, you know, uh, there's the oh, geez, Spanish Association of oh, tonsorial singers, I think is the is the name of that. That's spats. Yeah, I, I've yeah. We're, we're definitely working on the whole world. Yeah. But that, I mean, that's just that's fantastic because I would, you know, maybe before you move down to sort of engross yourself in this uh, culture and this community that your bubble may not have been that large, you know, not that you, you know, may have been comparing it at that time, but it's grown so very much, yep. which is, you know fascinating it's 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 opened up you know your horizons chasing your joy of just trying to find this like resonance and this this harmony and being a part of it has led to like an overall i would say i mean i you know you're right balance may not be the right word but uh an overall harmony but i think yeah uh, (laughs) for other people sure but an overall harmony at least in your life that like you know there's a good there's a good through line you have connections and, uh, and and made a community in it.
to us a little bit about what other maybe aspects of uh, doing this as a as a lifestyle uh, brings you joy besides just like chasing this this sense of resonance. Sure. Yeah. Well, no. One one thing that uh, that is really important, I guess, to the to the barbershop culture. Uh, uh, I mean, it's kind of why uh, I I guess is a, a part that I got a bit deeper dug into is the contests there there are giant contests and that's why everyone comes together you know is for these um you know the chorus competitions and the quartet contests you know and um and so yeah like all of these quartets in an area will come together and they'll uh compete for the uh you know the district championship they'll become the district champion quartet you know which there's a long history of district champion quartets and like so you're you're fighting almost i mean sure people want to be recognized as good but you're you're competing to try and become a part of that history to become you know, historically where, good exactly exactly because yeah. once once you become a district champion quartet you get to sing on the show every year from then on you know like Wait. they they do a district champions how long show. is the show? It, it's got to be so long. Like an hour and a half. You have to think some of these quartets have broke up. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Know? They're all so okay. Like, that makes sense. You have 10. Not you know? every single quartet that has one comes and sings. They they have the opportunity. Yeah, that makes sense. You know? Okay. Yeah. So it's it's getting a quartet that you can win the contest and the personalities work well enough together that you can stay together, you know? Right. There's there's a whole lot. to. I mean, it. that's the hardest. That's the hardest part, I think, is a I mean, as we were talking about earlier, like a long form relationship. Not only are you keeping up contact and like a regular working relationship going with one person, but with four yeah. people, um, I can imagine that many would fall apart. I could imagine that maybe maybe some come together for just the competition even. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's there's there's competition quartets, there's show quartets. You know, there's uh, there are some drinking quartets that sing as well. You know, um, what does that just mean that they go out drinking and and singing, or like what what is a drinking quartet? It's uh, I mean, it's just like for people that they just want to hang out, drink and sing. Oh, okay, yeah, know? yeah. Let's get some like beers and sing it at Luke's house tonight. Exactly. Okay. They, they don't have to perform for anyone. Sure. You know, okay. That makes they're sense. They're just there to to have fun doing it. You mm -hmm. know. Um. So th there's there's so many ways that people do it. Some people don't sing in quartets. They only sing in choruses. You know. But uh, and so yeah. There's there's so many reasons that that people do it. Um. And for some, that district championship uh, and becoming a part of the history is the thing. Yeah. You know. But but. All, you know, if you get above a certain score, which again, all of these contests are score based, then you get to compete at the international competition, wherever it is that year. Uh, and so there's usually like maybe 50 quartets that qualify and are able to compete at that level. And so for some people, that ultimate goal is becoming the international quartet champion, which, yeah, is like you go down in way history. Like, I mean, there's 
some people that could literally tell you every single quartet that's ever won, you know, like in order. There's like a video uh, of, well, I guess he's a friend of mine now, but he was like 12 at the time. And like literally the credits of this movie that they did about Barbershop um, is the credits are rolling and it's just him reading like, like from memory going through all of the all of the champions you know like it's it's pretty huge if you become a an international champion like whether the rest of the world knows about it you are like you're the top i mean you're the top of you are the the most famous people in the entire society Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. And, and anyone who's ever won you know is like a celebrity in in the barbershop world you know wow okay they're called barber celebrities oh really there's they they yeah. the actually the actual title for them i mean it's i wouldn't say well, this uh, the 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 colloquial term for them that's what we call them on the street yeah so. yeah 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 that's what we call yeah. them on the street i wouldn't dare call them to their face but when i'm on the street only no i like that i like that have you so so this is like uh another reason you enjoy doing this is like going to the competitions is it is it just for like the sort of communal aspect of it? Or are you like a big fan of like competing? Are you a big fan of like going for the win and like pushing really hard for it? That's a, that's a really good question. That's, uh, <laughs> and that's, that's hard. That's hard because um, I feel like I really want to sing on the international stage at one point. Okay. Uh, okay. So, like a goal, sing on the international stage. I I really want to at some point. You Is know, that does that uh, mean that you are in the competition? Is that what you're talking about? Like com- in competing internationally? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. No, I guess like it's a really good question. Is uh, that? I mean, do you, I, I, do you want to compete in that to to like compete at the highest level, or do you want to compete in that to? be in like a a communal space with uh, everyone else on the highest level like is it is it to you know be a community or is it to test your metal against the top i think it's uh self-improvement i think uh if you if you are in a quartet that is able to score again it's zero to 100 uh if you're in a quartet that's able to score like an 80 Mm -hmm. you know that is a good way to kind of uh, validate where you are personally, you know? And of course, I think, uh, you know, a a score for a quartet is not a direct reflection on yourself. You could be a a 98 and sing with 350s, you know, and you're going to score a 55. You won't sound Um, like a 98, right? Right, you know? So I think it's just just improving, uh, you know, and... Yeah, once after you're done competing, you get feedback from the judges uh, mm-hmm. because Barbershop literally has some of the best judges, like um, like super highly trained. You have to go through three years of training and then you're constantly reviewed. Um, but once once you've done competed, uh, once, once, once you've, you've done, done competed, competed <laughs> um, once you have come off the stage, completed, the, the contest is over you get to uh, get evaluations from the judges uh, in person. Uh, and all of the, the judges are trained to be coaches for barbershop quartets. And so they're able to say, 
this is why I scored you the score. Here are ways that each of you individually could improve, you know, for, for this song as well as as each individual, you know, just mm. as better singers. And so you you hear that, you you know, you try and correct those things and see if you can score better the next time. Yeah, you know? sort of and just like a top level analysis of where you're at yeah. is what you kind of receive by being able to compete at this level as well. Yeah, yeah. And so then you're able to say, did I improve on those things? You know, and then it's like, whoa, we just won a contest, you know? Okay, cool. You mm -hmm. know, so uh, it's hard because I, I really do want to win the contest, though. So I, I guess there's a part of me that really uh, is wanting to win. But the other one, I think the other part of me just wants to improve, you know, competing um, to improve. I mean, right. I, you know, I. I think when presented with a competition that we might both be slightly competitive, like presented with, uh, you know, all right, go, there's the finish line, get there first. You're like, okay, I'll get there first uh, because this was what I'm doing. And so like when you're in that atmosphere, it's like I'm pushing to do this. Um, but it's great that like you're not just at you're not, you know, you're not there to win. Winning is great. You're not, you know, right. if you win or, you know, if you're like, I might have a go at it, that's fantastic. But it's not necessarily that, you know, you don't go to win. Winning is a, an awesome side effect. And when you're there, you're caught up into it. But it sounds like you go to improve and to, like, be surrounded by all of that. Um, yeah. And I, I think, um, sorry to, to interrupt no, there, no. but I think uh, one thing just of note is just that I, I've never been in a quartet that we actually expected to win mm. or, or, or thought we had a chance at winning. Okay. You know, uh, I've been in uh, a, a quartet that's gotten two third places and that was higher than we thought we were going to get, you know, okay. but like ultimately, yeah, we, we have, we, I've only gone into contests at, for, for quartets and only thought, you know, we're not going to win. So there really isn't any pressure on, on, you know, doing it perfectly you know it's just let's sing it let's have fun let's uh tell the story and hopefully the audience you know stays present and enjoys that story yeah i i think for that reason competition hasn't been as important uh, a part uh but if i were to be singing in a quartet that was like actually had a chance at getting first in the contest I think I would really enjoy the contest. Yeah, yeah. And you start enjoying yeah. it more as it's going, of yeah. course. Of course. Uh that makes that makes a lot of sense. Um, what other so what other aspects of this um society do you like partake in? What kind of what kind of I don't know, you, you are you're in a role I feel like that is able to help the society at a larger as a as a as a whole rather than I don't, sure. I, I don't just being a member is there is there any any way that this kind of uh, bolsters that joy at all uh in being able to sing maybe being a part of of the 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 headquarters and doing the business behind it all too yes i think uh i have learned so much from being on staff that has uh made all of the other parts uh, better it made me better at those other parts just for understanding it but i mean also i'm able to meet even more people that way mm -hmm. you know and so when i go to these events i i know a lot more people because i you know helped bill renew his membership and i helped mary find history you know on her chapter you mm -hmm. know or something like that that i've talked to these people and and so i i know them 
you know, when <laughs> I think it's funny because I'll, I'll go to these events and and often I talk to people on the phone. And so, you know, I don't know what they look like, you know, but then they'll say, you know, I'm the one who accidentally bought 30 registrations. And I'm like, oh, that's you. I remember that. You're a 30 registration mess, bill. You know? I understand. <laughs> like, that was such a yeah, mess. You know? <laughs> um, but but uh, I think also one of the one of the coolest things uh, is actually working at the headquarters, you know, like like the building itself, um, you know, Harmony Hall uh, is what it's called. You know, you you walk in the front door. I, I mean, you were there, you know. Yeah, I did. I did weeks ago, come by for a visit. So. Yeah, you you walk in the front door. You have like legitimate like uniforms that the champion quartets wore. Mm-hmm. You know, like the, just right there. You know, you have. I mean, just a wall of the champions, you know, and you can, you can see all of the history when you walk in the building. And then if you, if you go into the basement, there is like records on literally anything, you know, there's a copy of every dissertation that's been written on the barbershop style. You know, you have pictures from every event. Uh, okay. Mostly. From mostly event, every event, you know, which is still surprising. Ever happened. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like it's, I mean, it's the headquarters of operations, but it's a headquarters of all of the historical items for the you know, world of barbershop for the world of barbershop. You know, um, I can literally find out anything that I want. Yeah, you know? I, like visiting. It felt very this basement felt very museum like it felt like what I had imagined the basement of a museum to feel like like. Yeah not not even you know not everything's not in cases everything is stored well everything is in 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 a proper box or like in uh the plastic it needs to be in but it's not like it's cases with plaques it's it's we're talking like storage it's it's like boxes of sheet music and sometimes it's file cabinets and then it's boxes next to the file cabinets because we ran out of file cabinet space because we've been doing it for the whole world for so long yeah have they ever moved or has this always been the location location so in originally so i guess it, it moved around a couple times but the longest place uh that it was before before this place here was kenosha wisconsin oh uh, i think that was when they originally called it harmony hall okay. uh, but it was a lakefront mansion that all of the staff just that is where they worked somehow they bought a mansion you why'd know? you move here why'd, um, why'd we move here <laughs> Apparently they just couldn't use the space afford the mansion anymore. Like it, it just didn't work for like operations, you know. That makes sense. Um, so they they moved around a couple times and then officially moved here in 2007. A mansion, um, no way in Nashville. Got to make, but that yeah, work. literally a mansion. Like it just sold maybe two years ago, three years ago. At, like it was on on sale, and so they they had a whole bunch of pictures from it, and people. We're like, that's where, you know, I sang tags. That's where mm-hmm. I did this, mm-hmm. you know. Um, there's videos from in there. It's it's wild. But yeah, it's it's a, a big mansion in Kenosha, Wisconsin. That's really cool. That's really cool. But yeah, so it's 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 nice, I guess, for you to be working here because it not only are you surrounded by people who do the craft and who are as passionate about not just like working a job, but like being enveloped in this like musical society. Uh, as you are and you're bathed in the history like wherever yep. you look there's a plaque or a suit or a, a statue or a, a like a, 
a old piece of music that you can't probably just go out and find somewhere. That is probably one right. of my favorite bits is like walking through the music library is amazing because it's not just like a printed sheet of music. It's like the printed sheet of music that you print your sheets of music from. That's like right. why that's it's, it's so wild to me. It's like anytime you've been in a choir class, it's probably printed from a copy from here if they need it, if it's not in their library yeah. already. Right. Like if they're looking for something new, it's like. Here's where you yeah, reach out the, to the publishing company. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. just very interesting being, I think, surrounded by all that history inspires well, you think, to keep you going know, just on the on the history point, like part part of my job uh, um, so I'm currently the customer service manager, but before that I was just customer service representative. Part of my job is answering the questions that come in to the Barbershop Harmony Society. No matter what that question is, you mm. have to try and figure out the answer, you know? And so there's a whole lot of just, I think I was a member in 1970. Can you look in that chapter's records and prove it, you know? And so then I have to go into the chapter records and I'll find like, notes from the president of that time you know that um like well you know it's just, they weren't you, you allowed in so much sorry i yeah, saw like, they wrote know. that you weren't in there yeah there, there's just so many random uh things that you pick up from other people asking questions you know that i wouldn't have even thought to think of mm -hmm. uh that historical bit but now that i have to answer you you know <laughs> i i can figure that out so it's it's cool. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't think in a lot of cases do you get to be surrounded by all of the history of the thing you're doing, you know, besides right. working in a museum, I think would be the, you know, one of the only other examples I could think of that, because even like places that have headquarters, I don't think generally keep like all of their like historical artifacts in the basement at their headquarters. They might keep right. them, you know, in a display area some elsewhere. But it's it's interesting to be, you know, you are a customer service manager. But besides the fact that you answer the phones, you're just like, that doesn't matter because you're surrounded by everything. You're surrounded by the history. And it's not necessarily like just answering a phone, but you're also getting a new question and like learning a new thing to look into. Um, has that yeah. inspired you to like do research on other parts of it outside of like answering questions for them? Have that, has that inspired you to like go deeper and like, I don't know, I, you have access to so much down there in the basement. Have you like listened to any of the old, the like really old recordings or like checked out yeah. any of that really old, yeah. like, you know, I don't know, merch or knickknacks or <laughs> the things that people made. Yeah, no, I mean, some, some of the cool things um, is just like we have, uh, oh, geez, before records, uh, they were recorded on, uh, I guess, songs. Songs were recorded on wax cylinders. And so the society has an archive of wax cylinders. Yeah, so it, it rotates and it's like the needles on the outside. Oh, yeah. Around, yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah. Okay. And so... Yeah, so so we have some of those of some of the first recordings of barbershop that that ever was recorded. That exists, you know, like yeah. Nineteen hundred, you know, nineteen oh eight. So so we we have spent some time going through those just in in off time. But I think uh, part of it is just that you know I, I being on staff and and having access to to all of this, I'm able to find like 
guides or, or videos uh, from past classes mm. and, and stuff uh, for nearly any topic. Totally you know, like, different teachers than you could find now and approaches right, to it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, like uh, um, a friend of mine is the director of education uh, for the society on staff. Uh, and so he runs Harmony University, which is a, an every year education event for barbershop. Um, and so, yeah, like, you know, I'm able to um, access those archives, uh, you know, I guess if they've been recorded in the last couple of years, you know, right, uh, right. Some, some of the older ones are still um, on cassettes or something like that, that it's not necessarily viewable at this point, you know, but if there's something that I, I really need to learn to for myself or to help someone, you know, I'm, I'm able to find a way to do that. Hear it uh, from the source. But yeah, like uh, I'm, I'm on the music team. So I guess I'm the vice president of music and performance of the Music City Chorus, mm. uh, which is wild in itself. Mm. Uh, that's the current international champion chorus in the world. And, and okay. I get to and I get to be a part of it and, yeah. and help in that way. But, you know, like there's, there's guides on how to do that position, you know? And so, whereas I maybe would have had to pay like three or five bucks if I didn't work there, I work there. You know, so Save the three I to five bucks. That, let's know. go. Saved me three bucks, you know, <laughs> but, um, but I, I, I guess being on staff know that that guide exists and I'm able to uh, look into that, you know, and, but, but I, I would say one thing just, outside of staff, uh, you know, that, that has really kept me connected. Uh, and, and really, I think was kind of what got me to a level that I would have even been acceptable to be on staff, mm. you know, uh, of, of, I guess, having that background, you know, is the, the Harmony Brigade movement that I've gotten to do a lot of deeper research since I've been on staff, you know, and it, I guess, for a getting those records, uh, you know, it gives me validity to ask those questions, you know, mm, people yeah. like I'm on staff. I'm just trying to figure out, you know, uh, what the history of this is, you mm -hmm. know, uh, which they're great people. And they'd share it if you asked. But uh, it, it makes me feel more valid in, in asking questions. The, the Harmony Brigade movement is like these events that go on across America and in Europe where um, I, I guess if I had to compare it to something, I would compare it to. You know how like Fortnite, you queue up, uh, you have, maybe it's you and three friends, you know, and you do a squad, you mm -hmm. know, um, or if there's only two of you, you do a duo, you know, and, and you play that way. Uh, but for quartets, you have to have four people. And so if it's say uh, battlefield, you get squatted up with four people, you have to be in a squad, you have to be in a, a four person quartet. Uh, and so with Harmony Brigades, you go as an individual and you get randomly put into quartets like you would when you're queuing up for like Battlefield, mm -hmm. you know? And so, yeah, you you get to have a contest, you compete for the top 10 and then the finals, you know? Uh, everyone comes to these events with eight or 10 songs that you can sing in a quartet. And then, yeah, you get randomly matched with other people and you get a random song out of the eight to 10 that you came prepared on. And then it's a competition that way mm. um, where, you know, you, you might not be able to uh, 
attend a, a weekly chorus or quartet rehearsal, but you can go for a single weekend and compete with highly qualified people, you know, that, that uh, you know, are personally invited, you know, um, and, and you can have that experience whether or not you have the organization around you to, to create a quartet or chorus, you mm -hmm, know? Mm -hmm. uh, and so I've, I've been doing that, you know, the random, uh, the it's extreme quartetting is what it's called. Uh, the uh, association of extreme quartetting, of extreme harmony quartetting. or something. Um, yeah, that's, that's what it is. But, but I started doing that in, in 2015 or 2016, mm -hmm. you know, and you find these people that you sing well with, you know, that, that your voices just happen to work. And there's, there's people that it, it works and some people it doesn't, you know, you can get yeah. along as much as you want as individuals, but you know, if your voices don't work together, they just, I mean, with some work they could, so don't give up. Well, I sure, guess sure. you're really wanting to sing this, but, but there's some people that it just naturally. And, I mean, into, you know? in the example of a brigade, like if it doesn't work, there is 40 other people who you could 20, yeah, 20 30, other people, you know, know whatever for, for that, one part. You yeah. Know? That you could switch out, you know, and maybe find that. And maybe that just works better. Cause we're here, we're here for a weekend. We're not while, while these are great connections to make overall and we could try to sing again together later, we don't need to beat ourselves up right now. Right. Totally. Well, and that's, that's the thing is you go to these, sure. There's a contest, you know, but the rest of the time you're just singing with all these other people and you find those that just, you're like, okay, we work, we don't really work that well, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, we're still enjoying it. Uh, but then you get a quartet of people that you lock with all of them and they lock with each other, you know, and that is when you have whole songs of those moments where you're just like, Oh, this is so good. This is why I'm here. You those, know, that's the resonance um, for the whole song. Like it, cause it is just, and it's, you know, you end the song. You're like, Oh, that was good. That was so good. You know, mm -hmm. like who cares, who cares about anyone else in the world, you know, or whether they heard that or whether they thought it was good. I don't, we care, experienced it know? in this moment. That was us, you know, we, we did that and it was so good, you know, uh, there's, there's some, uh, some guys that I, I see intermittently at, at these different brigades, you know, and every once in a while, the stars will align. Well, I'll be at one, you know? Uh, and so, yeah, like that, that was just last weekend at the Indiana Harmony Brigade. We all happened to be there. Okay. Uh, and so we finally got to sing one at the end of the, um, the last night, you know, which, man, these events, I'm telling you, they do not end until five in the morning, you know, oh. like literally people do not go to sleep. You know, you sing in a quartet. Finally, after two songs, maybe you stop, you go to the bathroom before you get back to that group. Someone else stops you and says, let's sing something. You say, all right, well, it's only 2 a.m. What am I doing? You know, yeah. I'm just flying home in the morning, you know, <laughs> who cares? Uh, and so, yeah, but it was, it was probably like 2 AM that I finally got to sing with, with three of the guys. I mean, there's, there's a lot of really good guys, but three of the guys that I really wanted to sing with, you know, and, um, and it was just like, right at the start, just, it was like, okay, you know, glad I waited. It was here. worth the wait. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and then, you know, of course I only stayed up like two or three more hours after that, you know, but, but after that moment, I was like, okay, I can, I can go home happy. And then that, you know, I will say that working at the society, 
has its ups and downs, you know, um, because also that is such a big part of my life. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. you know, if that goes poorly, uh, a lot of my life, you know, is tied up in that. And so there, there are some really, really stressful times that, that come with that, you know, but then I get to go to these events in the weekend, you know, and I get to sing with that quartet, you know, and I get to, um, just talk with people that I've known for years that I only see twice in a year, maybe, you know, and you know, like you, you sing that chord and, and you just say, that's why I'm here. You know, that's, that's, uh, it's all worth it, you know? Um, yeah. 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 I mean, so going from, I mean, the start of your journey, right. Would have been high school, maybe even slightly earlier, but like, I would say from what I know of you, I would imagine that a good majority of like the focus of this began in the high school choir classes when things like kicked off into a more focus of these things. And we started doing barbershop classes and we started doing, there were like, you know, the quartets that you were on and, and, and all of that, like getting higher up into the, the choir of school. And now you've, you've come so far where like, I mean, in that example, and in that like world, you only have, you know, as you're learning that you only have like one group that fits your voice perfectly because there's 50 kids in total that are singers in the school. And so like as right. you've moved through it, you're like, all right, me and these four people are like good singing together. And there's not really like I can't, you know, it. my pool is so small. But your pool now is like opened up and then like becomes so vast that there's just so many new people to sing with. Yeah. Do you find yourself like picking things up with like ways that you do things uh, and like ways to improve based on these people that you're singing with, even if it's not like yeah. in a judge based situation, but more of like a self sort of analytical point of view? Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, being in the chorus that I'm in, you know, I, I am surrounded by some of the best teachers and some of the, you know, the best in the craft. I was not the reason that we won a gold medal. I was there, you know, but but that that level of knowledge that I'm surrounded by, very much I'm able to say, okay, you know, I um so I I sing lead in most quartets. Sometimes I sing tenor and that's what I've been moving towards more recently. Um but I see things that uh, I'm good at when it comes to singing lead but also things that I struggle with, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so definitely, you know, like singing long high notes is not something that I'm good at. And I can see that, you know, but um, I'm, I am good at consonant sounds sometimes, you know, the remembering to put the K in the, you know, so that's, that's just something, you know, that, I mean, I still have room to improve in that way, but that's something I'm good at. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, I, I do think, uh, I think one thing that's great is being able to uh, record yourself and look back, you know, and be able to see those things uh, as as what what you can improve on. Yeah, um, I mean, just having having a record of what you have done and being able to right? look back on it is huge to improving. I would like 
We've come so far. I mean, bi-weekly, two weeks. This is episode 14, so half a year now, six months. Uh, and I've listened, you know, to every episode many times as I've edited them. Yeah. Um, you learn a lot. You I've learn learned lot so like much about how I speak and how I want to speak and how I sit and where I'm positioned with my microphone. Sometimes my I'm like doing well and I'm speaking well, but I'm like leaning back sure. in my chair and now all of a sudden it sounds awful on the the recording and i've you know like just being able to do that and improve basically in sometimes incremental sometimes it's just like i need my k's to be sharper i need when i hit this yeah. note for it to be 10 percent quieter sometimes it's sure. huge sometimes it's like i need to fully stretch out my shoulders or open up like my chest a little bit more in order to hit this and like you can only see that when you're looking back on it and not when you're like living in the moment you're like why why was that right. off i don't know i can't really tell why that was off maybe i'll try again but when you watch you're like that was why that was why right there i can point to why yeah. it was off right now so fast yeah no i i think i think the biggest the biggest thing from watching myself and from hearing from coaches and stuff that uh that i finally learned and know i still have a lot of room to improve on but i finally i, I think it's you know you don't even understand what you have to get better at, you know, until someone points it out and you're like, I didn't even know that that was like a scale, you know, that, that people could get better on, mm -hmm. but like, uh, vocal colors. So like, I mean, it's hard, it's hard to, I guess, talk about and not demonstrate, but, um, you know, whether you're singing like with a, um, sort of a little air in your breath, you know, where it's, you know, versus something that's a lot more forward, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds different. Yeah. Colors. There's, there's different styles. You could sound like a trumpet. You could sound like, uh, you know, another instrument. I don't know. A different one. But yeah, whether you're trying to sound like, uh, like a smoky bar, you know, like, that's sort of a singer, you know, or whether you're trying to sound operatic, you know, th there's different colors that you can use mm -hmm. uh, in order to achieve those different things. And I think uh, like before I moved to Nashville, I didn't know that a palette existed. There, there's so many things that you can you can learn. And I'm, I'm definitely just on that path, you know? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, you've you've been engrossed in it for a number of years now. How long have you been in Nashville? uh or three three, years? three and a half three and yeah. a half i mean you've just been engrossed in it since you moved there you've been working yep. like not necessarily working crazy hours you work 40 hours you work a, a full-time job eight to five eight to five day. right so you, you work a, a full-time job but like the work goes beyond just like going in and clocking in eight to five right you're like you said earlier today you weren't at work eight to five we were you were working on your music and practicing that and so you've yep. been like engrossed in doing this uh full-time round the clock since uh moving there i mean you yeah, we've talked often about how you're out and like rehearsing and practicing on your own in the car or in the basement, you know, when you find the the house to yourself or um, it's just progress, right? Like just being there and being involved in it, even if I think even if you weren't singing as much as you are, you would still probably be improving along those lines because it's you're just surrounded by it. You hear it all the time. Your ear is more yeah. tuned to it. You can now feel the differences of the resonances, right? Like ninth to seventh to fifth you know those feelings uh and like what you're yeah. looking for if someone's like hey you need Absolutely. to hit the ninth here it's like i can do that 
because you've told me that's easy i can make that connection now right yeah right yeah no and i think also just yeah having that exposure like i say okay now i know using color exists Mm -hmm. Uh, and then i'm like okay look at them that's a cool color that they're using, you know? Oh, okay. okay. Wow. This yeah. other quartet that I saw the next weekend has cool, you know, you don't need to know all the colors, but now knowing they exist is easy to like piggyback and say like, that's a great yeah. color that I could use in this way. I think that the biggest, I would say, you know, not, not necessarily an epiphany, but the biggest change that I've had in, in the last, I think three weeks was, um, that, uh, well, so I, I procrastinated pretty hardcore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had the brigade coming up, uh, and there was two songs that I hadn't learned yet. Oh, good. Uh, Just at all. Right. <laughs> at all. Yeah. At all. I'd maybe listened to them two or three times. And these songs are hard. They are hard songs. You know, they're, they're, the goal is it's extreme quartetting. It's like challenging you yourself. Sing like international champion quartets. And so I, I hadn't learned two of the songs. I was freaking out, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, About to embarrass yourself. When they choose I, one of those songs for you to sing. Yeah. Literally, yeah. though. Yeah, there's been brigades that I've gone where I'm like, yeah, we're flipping a coin. You know, I know six. If, if they pick the seventh, I'm fucked. <laughs> it's more of it's more of I could I know it, but I could not make it through it because it's so challenging and my voice isn't good for that song. Where like if I draw that, I am going to embarrass myself <laughs> mm-hmm. so bad, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's happened before. And that's okay. You have to get past that, you know, but, uh, but I, I hadn't learned these two songs and I was, you know, I was freaking out, but I realized that there, there are quartets that are, you know, international champion quartets that'll have a member missing and they might have that the person might've just got sick. Someone might have a week to learn an entire 40 minute set. So much work. I would never. <laughs> That's know, so much work. Never want to do that, you know. But it's how do they do that? How do they do that? You know, why can't I do that? Uh, well, I've got a week to le- learn these two songs. I'm just gonna. I'm do gonna that. do that. You know, whatever they're doing, I'm just gonna do it. I'm just gonna say, I am good enough to learn two songs in a week at a high level. I'm just gonna tell myself that I, I'm like that, and I learned two songs. They were probably the best two songs that i knew out of any of them that weekend you know yeah um and and so now i think from that i'm like okay well i'm just gonna tell myself that i am that high level singer you know and what would they do i'm just gonna do that and now i've almost learned two more whole songs in in a week based on just like experience i think that you i think that you're to that point where you can you can hear those those things a lot easier and like it takes you less time to find those the like differences in where you need to be in a note and where you should be because you like I think have probably heard it over and over again and so many times I feel like it while yes it's always kind of a challenge waiting to the last minute and procrastinating that's just a challenge life is 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 a challenge in that way I think it is important to be able if you are a procrastinator, I don't think that it's good to force yourself to not do that. I mean, because I've grown up my whole life procrastinating. So if I were to stop procrastinating now, I would fail at many things if I were to stop procrastinating fully, because that's how I do my work throughout college. It was (laughs) always granted time time restrictions wise. It was always the night before, but I was 
putting out banger assignments because uh, that's just the way that I work. When I when I can see the finish line, I'm willing to work a lot harder to to like cross it properly um then when someone's like four weeks away i'm like cool i have four weeks to 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 think about it um and then it's sure and then it's tomorrow and you're like oh no all right time to work here we go here we go go. Uh, i feel like a lot of that time though you're you're spent like prepping yourself for that that hardcore like week you know there's a little bit of sacrifice that goes into that right you had to work harder that week for sure than you would have had to if you you know, somehow rearrange your schedule to make time. That's sure, the thing. Sure. It's like you you Probably. sacrifice that week to do that, allowing you more time maybe to work with the other songs or to get the other things done so that you can do that week easily. I, I've i learned that I enjoyed. I enjoyed it do, doing it, you know, like I think the other ones I just kind of learned by playing in the car, you know, but like actually having to sit down and look at the music that way. That's fun. It's mm. fun, you know, it's so so I, I, I've discovered a new. Uh, I mean, it's a lot more of an analytical approach to each of these specific songs, sure. too, because you like, you know, you're not focused on driving, changing lanes, dealing with traffic. You're sitting there with the music sure. and the song and, the, and it's just like all together. Is there anything sort of about this world, this world of barbershop, finding these harmonies, maybe just this community that we've not talked about, that you've, you know, been thinking about while thinking about this topic that uh, falls into our conversation here? That's a that's a good question. That's a good question. I think just I think we all judge our own voices too much. And I think that whether it's in the shower or whether it's in the car, I think that singing is one of the best forms of personal expression. uh, And that I think it's something that we can all find joy from, whether it's with other people or whether it's, yeah, just with a weird solo track in a car that you hope no one can hear that you're singing super loud with as you're passing through town. Uh, I know that sounds very specific, but uh, (laughs) almost, almost, almost like it's true to life, but you know, but you're like, did I forget to put the windows up? Uh, (laughs) But I, I, no, I think we pretty well covered it. I, I yeah, it's it's something that uh, I would a hundred percent recommend anyone try and experience uh, and to to get out of their shell and to try that. Uh, and that you know, if you're ever in Nashville, you're welcome to come to a rehearsal. <laughs> we would we'd love to have you. Or um, if you ever want to just learn something, you know, about singing or the history, history of yeah. music in general, you know. Uh, I am always uh, an open door. It just might take a little bit for me to get back to you, but but you know, uh, yeah, I'm I'm always open to to share and invite people into that world. Yeah, fantastic. Well, I think that this is a great place uh, as any to sort of wrap things up. But it has been fantastic picking your brain about this and and diving on into sort of why you engross yourself in this world and what about it keeps you coming back time and time again. It was a, re- a really good conversation. Yeah, no, I had a great time. I'm, I'm very grateful for getting the opportunity to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was lovely having you on. Um, we're going to do some close up stuff now, but I will uh, reach out and talk to you a little bit later. Cool. Thank you all so much. Yeah, talk to you later. Bye. As for everyone else, I want to thank you all 
for coming on out and joining on this episode. It was absolutely lovely having my longtime friend Luke Davis on to pick his brain about what brings him joy and to dive into what parts of of singing and a part parts of this the barbershop harmony bring him the most joy. Just a lovely conversation. I I, I think that he's right, folks. I think that it, Anyone can find a joy in singing, even if that means that you have to be in, you know, your car and alone and in a private place. No one's home and you're singing in the shower. I think that, you know, that sense of freedom that 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 sort of has to come with it to to just belt out a song is uh, a fantastic feeling and something that, you know, there's not a lot of things I think in life that kind of bring that emotion out or bring some of those feelings out as music and, and singing along with the song, it like really connects you to the story and maybe to your emotions and what you're feeling in this moment. It can really help you process things. It can, yeah, Absolutely. And just singing in this kind of environment, what he's talking about when he's talking about this resonance is when you're when you're in there, you can feel you can feel the notes pass through you when there's three other people and you're all locked into a chord. You can feel the the note pass through your bones and there's like a vibration and and, and there is. I mean, as he described, there's not a lot of other ways to find that feeling in life. There are many other feelings, yes, and many other things that bring joy. But that one is not one that I felt too many times outside of like that specific environment. And it is a, I don't know, just an altogether fantastic and sort of eye-opening feeling when you get into that harmony and that resonance for the first time. And, you know, like like he said, it can inspire you to forge your sort of whole life around this as as he has done yes so it was fantastic having luke on we want to definitely thank him for coming out making time some other folks that we would like to thank we want to thank myonize and murda uh they are responsible for all of the music that we hear in the intro and the outro as well as all the transitions in between go check them out on soundcloud spotify apple music wherever you find your music they are there youtube bam right there their information will be down in the description below, so go check them out. Uh, we've already thanked Luke for coming out, but I do, again, appreciate him for coming on out and joining on this episode of the podcast. Uh, let's talk some dates, folks. If you want to join us for the next live recording, that'll be December 4th, Sunday, December 4th, here at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time here on YouTube is where we do the live recordings. So stop on by then if you want to join me and my next guest for What Brings Them Joy. Feel free to always throw in the comments, folks, the, the the chat while you're here. What brings you joy? What about this inspires joy in you? How you connect joys in your life to, to, to what you are hearing here? And maybe we can talk about it live on the show. The next episode, though, recorded, like we said, on December 4th, will come out December 11th. But for now, folks, we're going to call it to a close. I appreciate all of you coming on out and joining us on this, the 14th episode of the Pure Joy podcast with my guest and longtime friend, Luke Davis. Thanks for joining, folks, and we'll see you next time.